One of the most inspiring writings I know is a section entitled The Disciple Rejoices. It's near the end of the crest jewel of discrimination called Viveka Chudamani. It was written by Shankara some 1,200 years ago. And after self-realization, the disciple cries out about his experience of the union of his individual soul, Atman, with the absolute uh, Brahman. And I'm going to read a little bit of that to you. The disciple listened attentively to the words of his teacher. He learned the supreme truth of Brahman, the Absolute, to which the scriptures bear witness, and confirmed it by the aid of his own reasoning powers. He then withdrew his senses from the objective world and concentrated his mind upon the Atman, the individual self. His body appeared as immovable as a rock. His mind was completely absorbed in Brahman. After a while he returned to normal consciousness, Then, out of the fullness of his joy, he spoke. The ego has disappeared. I have realized my identity with Brahman, the Absolute, and so all my desires have melted away. I have risen above my ignorance and my knowledge of this seeming universe. What is this joy that I feel? Who shall measure it? I know nothing but joy, limitless, unbounded. The ocean of Brahman, the Absolute, is full of nectar, the joy of the Atman. The treasure I have found there cannot be described in words. The mind cannot conceive of it. My mind fell like a hailstone into that vast expanse of Brahman's ocean. Touching one drop of it, I melted away and became one with Brahman, the Absolute. And now, though I return to human consciousness, I abide in the joy of the Atman, the Self. Where is this universe? Who took it away? Has it merged into something else? A while ago I beheld it, now it exists no longer. This is wonderful indeed. Here is the ocean of Brahman, full of endless joy. How can I accept or reject anything? Is there anything apart or distinct from Brahman? Now, finally and clearly, I know that I am the Atman, the Self, whose nature is eternal joy. I see nothing, I hear nothing, I know nothing that is separate from me. Nothing binds me to this world. I no longer identify myself with the physical body or the mind. I am one with the Atman, the undying. I am the Atman, the self, infinite, pure, eternal, at peace forever. I am neither he who acts nor he who experiences the results of action. I am beyond action and I am changeless. My nature is pure consciousness. I am absolute reality, eternal goodness. It is not I who see, hear, speak, act, suffer, or enjoy. I am the Atman, eternal, everlasting, beyond action, unbounded, unattached, nothing but pure, infinite consciousness. I am neither this object nor that. I am that which makes all objects manifest. I am supreme, eternally pure. I am neither inward nor outward. I am the infinite Brahman, the absolute, one without a second. I am reality, without beginning, without equal. I have no part in the illusion of I and you, this and that. I am Brahman, the Absolute, one without a second, bliss without end, the eternal, unchanging truth. I am the Lord and refuge of all. I am the destroyer of all sins and impurities. I am pure, indivisible consciousness. I am the witness of all things. I have no other Lord but myself. I am free from the sense of I and mind. I dwell with all beings as the Atman, the Self, the pure consciousness, the ground of all phenomena, internal and external. I am both the enjoyer and that which is enjoyed. 
In the days of my ignorance, I used to think of these as being separate from myself. Now I know that I am all. In myself is the ocean of joy, infinite, undivided. The wind of Maya plays over it, creating and dissolving the appearances of this world like waves. Mistaking the appearance for the reality, people ignorantly imagine that I am enclosed within a bodily and a mental form. In this same way, they imagine time, which is indivisible and continuous, to be divided into cycles, years, and seasons. But no matter what the imagination of deluded and ignorant fools may superimpose upon the reality, the reality remains untainted. The mighty river of water in the mirage cannot wet the dry desert. Like the ether, I cannot be tainted. Like the sun, I am other than the objects I reveal. Like the mountain, I stand immovable. Like the ocean, I am boundless. The sky is not confined by its clouds. I am not confined by the body. How, therefore, can I be affected by the states of waking, dreaming, or dreamless sleep? They are merely bodily conditions. My outward form comes and goes. It acts and tastes the fruits of its actions. It withers and it dies, but I remain like a great mountain, firm and immovable forever. I know neither desire nor the ending of desire, for I am the same always, incapable of division. How can any action be possible for the one who is eternal, universal, complete, and infinite as the sky? What should he strive for? I am without organs, without form, without mind. I am untouched by change. I am the undivided, blissful consciousness. How can I become involved in action, either righteous or sinful? Therefore the scriptures declare that the Atman remains equally untouched by good and by evil. A man is other than his shadow. No matter what touches his shadow, hot or cold, good or bad, he remains completely untouched. The properties of the objects observed do not affect the witness who stands apart from them without attachment. In the same manner, the properties of a room do not affect the lamp which reveals them. The sun witnesses actions, but is distinct from them. The fire burns all things, but is distinct from them. The rope is mistaken for a snake, but remains a rope. So also I, the unchanging Atman, the self, the pure consciousness, am distinct from this seeming form. I neither act nor make others act. I neither experience nor make others experience. I neither see nor make others see. I am the Atman, self-luminous, transcendent. The sun is reflected upon water. Water moves, and the fool thinks that the sun is moving. The Atman, the self, is reflected upon the physical and mental bodies. The bodies move and act, and the fool thinks, I act, I experience, I am killed. This body may drop dead in water or on land. I am not affected by that. The space in a jar is not affected when the jar is broken. To act or to enjoy, to be dull-witted or cunning or intoxicated, to be free or in bondage, all these are transient conditions of the intellect. They have nothing to do with the Atman, the Self, which is Brahman, the Absolute, the One without a Second. Let the Maya, the Illusion, undergo ten, a hundred, a thousand transformations. What do they matter to me who have no part in them? Can a cloud stain the sky? This whole universe, from Maya down to the outward physical forms, is seen as a mere shadow of Brahman, the Absolute. I am that Brahman, one without a second. Subtle is space, without beginning or end. I am that Brahman, one without a second, the ground of all existences, 
I make all things manifest. I give form to all things. I am within all things, yet nothing can taint me. I am eternal, pure, unchanging, absolute. I am that Brahman, one without a second. Maya, the many-seeming, is merged in me. I am beyond the grasp of thought, the essence of all things. I am the truth. I am knowledge. I am infinite. I am absolute bliss. I am beyond action, the reality which cannot change. I have neither part nor form. I am absolute. I am eternal. Nothing sustains me. I stand alone. I am one without a second. I am the soul of the universe. I am all things and above all things. I am one without a second. I am pure consciousness, single and universal. I am joy. I am life everlasting. I am one without a second. 